welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I am just so elated to be bringing you episode 151. And if you don't know who I am, let me tell you. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. And I am here talking today with Dr. Archana Shreshna. She is the co-founder of Women in White Coats blog. And she's coming today to talk about all the empowering things that Women in White Coats are doing, the conference, the doctor's lounge, all sorts of things. And so I'm just so excited to sit down with her for her to just put it all out there so that you know how you can get involved with this organization. Okay, so let's get into our conversation and then make sure you stick around afterwards for a fun kick of encouragement. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Archda Shrestha. I got it right. <laughs> you did. Awesome. Well, so friend, good. thank you so much for coming on Dr. Me First. I know you, but tell all the wonderful people out in podcasting world all about your fabulous self. Hey, Erin. Um, thanks so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here and to be chatting with you. Um, so my name is Archana Shrestha, and I am an emergency physician, um, I've been out of residency for like 12 years now, and I practice in the Chicago area, um, and I do all the different shifts, you know, day shift, evening, night shifts, weekends, so um, I don't have like any kind of set schedule, but um, aside from that, I'm also a mom of two kids, and I've been married for um, coming up on 13 years soon. And also have um, a lot of different side interests and have um, done some online coaching with health and fitness. And more recently, um, was a, have been a part of um, Women in White Coats. And we published a book um, almost two years ago now called The Chronicles of Women in White Coats. And I was a co-author for that. And then about a year ago, we launched, a little over a year ago, I should say, we launched the Women in White Coats blog and um, have done a lot of um, really great things ever since then. And um, just been loving connecting with everybody um, and meeting so many cool people through Women in White Coats. So and, yeah, um, it's amazing. You're not just kind of a part of it. You're like the, right up there, you and Amber. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of the co-founders. So Amber and I co-founded the Women in White Coats blog. And um, with the blog kind of came all this momentum of so many women wanting to, other women doctors wanting to like write and share their stories on our blog. And, um, you know, one of the things that kept coming up, and I know you talk about this a lot, is burnout. And so we decided, you know, we wanted to try to do something about that and help. And, and last year we put together a conference and we had our Women in White Coats Heroes Ceremony, and you were one of our honorees in Top 20 Women in White Coats, so that was so great to meet you finally in person there at the conference. Um, yeah, and just been doing so many things, um, connecting women doctors and trying to uplift and empower them, and so that was the biggest thing that um, I'm all about, and I know you asked me to pick a word today, and, and the word was empowerment. Yeah, because I mean, did you ever imagine when you were going through like the first draft of your chapter in the book that it would become a movement? I mean, seriously. 
No, no, I didn't. Um, you know, I just kind of had always loved writing. I, I was always a writer um, from high school, you know, I was always like someone who enjoyed writing. And um, I did actually do a master's in journalism before I went to medical school. Um, and I felt as though I needed to get back to writing, like so many years of medical school training, uh, you know, med school, and then residency. And then um, once I became an attending, yeah, life did get a little better. However, then I became a mom shortly after that. So then my personal life got super busy and hectic. And I just felt like I really wanted to get back to writing because um, it was a passion of mine. And um, when I heard about this book project, I jumped on the chance to be a part of it. But um, yeah, it ended up being a much more successful book than anyone, any of us could have imagined, you know, um, I think it came at the right time with like Me Too movement being out there. And so, and, and a lot of women's empowerment kind of being the buzz out there. And so our book came out at that time. And so we ended up being a number one bestseller. And we did quickly realize, you know, as we were putting this book out there and sharing about it, so many people were like, other women doctors were like, we want to write for the next book. When is the next book coming out? And we're like, well, let's not wait for another book. Let's get these, you know, share the stories now on the blog. And so, yeah, I couldn't have imagined um, the movement it would become. Yeah. Really and I have young. to share an empowerment story that you guys did for me, like my personal empowerment that came through women in white coats. So I had been submitting articles and writing like to a bunch of different places because I wasn't getting any traction on my personal blog. And so I was like, okay, maybe I like need to align and collaborate with people. And one of my articles that I submitted for you guys was called throwing your life away. And you published it. And it was just it still is like one of my most favorite things that I've ever written. And it got huge. It totally blew up. And because of you guys' platform, it got picked up by Doximity. And then it got like launched even more out into the world. And it was just one of those things that because of you taking the time and being like, yes, we stand behind what you're saying. Like it empowered me to grow in my business and to have new conversations with people and to just reach so many more people. And so I just have to just thank you so much for what you guys are doing because it's not just like the general stuff and like I knew about you, like, no, you highly impacted my own life. And so thank you so much for that. Oh my God, that's such a great story. Thank you for sharing that. It really means a lot to me to hear that. But yeah, your your article, I remember sending you a message as we were in December and we went back and we looked at, okay, what were the articles that received the most traffic on our site? And yours was number one and that exact article. And we were just, uh, I remember sending you a congratulations message and um, that was, yeah, that's exactly what it's all about. Like for me, empowerment is you know, I can't do everything for everyone, right? But I do, I, but I can encourage and motivate and hopefully inspire and empower others to, um, you know, do what, what's inside of them and kind of highlight them and uplift them and, um, you know, raise all boats, basically, you know, that's what it is for me. And um, empowerment, like even, you know, like talking about the, the word that I chose for today, you know, one of the things to me is, it means like, you know, that phrase, teach a man to fish, or like that saying, 
that goes, you know, teach a man or give a man a fish and he'll eat for one day, but you teach a man to fish and he can eat for his whole lifetime. Right. And so that's kind of like my approach to a lot of things. Like I, even when I interact with my kids and, um, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can tie your shoes for you, but you need to learn how to do it, you know? Or like um, the little things I'm trying to teach them along the way, you know, and I even tell my husband, I'm like, everybody needs to learn to cook. This is not a, a female thing or a male thing. Like uh, we're going to be teaching both our son and daughter how to cook little by little, you know, um, as they get older, obviously. But um, and, and then I also work with residents. Um, I do practice community medicine, but we do actually have a residency program there. It's internal medicine. And there are residents who rotate in the emergency department. And, and that's kind of like my, my, feel, my approach with them too. Like, you know, there's a lot of things I could do for them or I could complete charts for them or I could go ask the patient this question or that question. But my, my thing is like, I want them to do it because then when they have a chance to learn and do it themselves, it'll stick with them better, you know? And it's about teaching them for the long term. Um, but yeah, like I, I just really believe that the more we empower people and people feel like they can do things themselves or um, the better, you know, then everybody can progress. And that's what I want to see for everyone is that everybody, I always wish the highest, the best for everybody, you know. And where do you think as far as like empowerment into 2020 is going to happen with women in white coats? So um, with uh, in 2020, um, we've got some big things planned. Some of the things that I can't exactly are a little top secret. Little though, little top secret right now. Can't <laughs> squeeze them out of you. A few things are top secret, but really cool things coming out. But the things I can definitely talk about are um, our conference, which is going to be our second conference now. It's going to be April 30th through May 2nd, and. Um, I'm so excited for it. We're headed back to the same beautiful resort where we met up in person last mm-hmm. year at the Chateau Alain, um Winery and Resort. It's um, near Atlanta, and it was such a gorgeous place, wasn't it, Erin? Oh, my God. I had the best drive down from Indiana. I don't know if I told you this story, but the the day before I was driving down, our car broke down. So we have a van and a car. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And so I was like looking up plane tickets. And then I was like, I'll just get a rental car. And I had this cute little bebop and rental car. And I had the best drive through Northern Georgia. Like I got off the beaten path and like took some like scenic routes. Oh my God. It was just beautiful. I had never driven through Northern Georgia and like on my way to this great conference where I got nominated to be a women in white coats hero and to see all my online friends in real life. And it was, it was gorgeous. It was so great that evening when we got together. And I'm like, oh my God, Charmaine Gregory. Oh my God, Heather Hammerstedt. Like all these people who I know and have been on my podcast and like online friends are real friends too. But like actually coming together and being with each other in each other's presence and having drinks together and just mingling and meeting new faces. I'm telling you guys, like, if you at all are feeling a little isolated or you're like, I don't have any friends and I need some people like this is a great conference for that because it's not, it's not heavy CME. It's very like relational and very much the point where 
we all come together and everyone can be heard. And I think the underlying tone too of it that I really loved because I was actually as a white woman in the minority and I love that. I absolutely loved being around my sisters and hearing about their inequality issues and how I can in turn advocate for them. Because we know there's gender inequality, but I really love how we bring in women in white coats and what you do with racial inequality and the huge problem that it is in medicine. So it's great. Just so good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big thing that we're going to be talking about is just the gender um, biases that exist and talking about like balancing your personal and professional lives because as we all know as women like a lot of that personal and like running the household falls on us as women and how are we going to balance that with also having a bit of a busy medical career um, and then we'll also be talking about burnout and um, how to you know I actually had this experience where I've had to take the um, burnout survey before and um, you know, it actually came up like when I took it, that it, it came up positive as high risk for burnout. And I was like, okay. And this was like given to me by the residency program that I, you know, I mentioned teaching the residents for. And then I was like, okay, great. Like now what am I supposed to do with this? But there's no like intervention. There's no like support tools. There's like nothing. It's like, okay, yeah. It's like, to me, it was the equivalent of, you know, me going up to a patient and being like, you have type two diabetes. And then literally walking out of the room without saying anything more, you know, like <laughs> it's kind yes. of being handed this label and then like you don't know what to do with it so one of the sessions that we're going to have to really empower people is to um we're going to have everybody take the survey and then we're going to you know kind of categorize people in groups and then we'll all work together and come up with solutions so that we have tangible tangible walkaways because you know the recipe for one person's um success is going to be different for another person but we do have similar themes So for like my 2020, one thing is coming out is um, my online program and my book called From Burned Out to Badass. And I talk about this and that, that like, there are many ways to skin a cat. There are many ways to move your life from just totally and utterly crispy with burnout into what you see as a badass life. And it's not going to be fixed by a prescription from your hospital administrators. It's not going to be fixed by by having those surveys, that's like the first point. It's like the awareness point. And then it's figuring out who am I? What do I want in this life? How am I going to move that forward? And also who's going to be my team? Who's going to be my tribe around me that is like my cheerleaders and helping me towards success? Because if we don't build that for ourselves, it don't just come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. We want to have like tangible workshops for people where people are coming away with some real resources of what to do and how to handle things and how to move forward. And um, so that's some of like what the CME is going to be. And actually today we just announced we're going to have like a research symposium. And again, it kind of um, the reason we decided to do that is just because we know that there's so many um, students, residents, and even attending doctors who are doing research and um, like you know, putting out these initiatives and we wanted them to be able to share about them um, through a poster session. So we decided that we're going to do that and give um, women um, researchers, you know, an opportunity to share their work. And um, the other huge thing, of course, is the hero ceremony um, that we are doing. We just closed up the voting for, um, we had our top 12 nominees for this year. And um, 
we are going through, we're interviewing them, we're kind of, um, you know, recording some interviews and sharing so that other people can hear their stories and all the cool work that they've been up to and all the lives that they're impacting. And so those are some of the ways that we're definitely going to be empowering. The other thing that we've put together is our um, Women in White Coats Doctors Lounge, which is an ongoing membership um, where people where women doctors come together and, you know, it's kind of like the old boys club that exists in medicine, you know, but the opposite, like this is the women's club. <laughs> um, so it's all women doctors. We come together monthly for like support groups and um, which we call masterminds. And we just talk about a topic, like everything from like stress to like relationships to, um, Yesterday we had one, it was really great. Amber, um, my co-founder, Dr. Amber Robbins um, ran it and it was all about like, what's your vision for 2020? You know, what do you wanna do? What's holding you back? Um, um, and it was very practical, very tangible. And it's really great to kind of um, mastermind with other women who are going through the same thing. And we just discuss and we bounce ideas off of each other. And we're like, oh, you know what? What you're feeling is actually what I've been feeling but I haven't been able to put into words, you know? And so um, that's one part of it. Then the other part is that each month we do a master class where we really just set out to empower women with more knowledge, women doctors with more knowledge about different things that are kind of like, you know, new things that are coming up. Like when I was in med school, there was, it wasn't much um, information out there about how to do like telemedicine or like lifestyle medicine wasn't even like a, a specialty yet or um, all the different things, you know, we talk about, um, those types of things. We talk about um, gender discrimination and how to handle that. We talk about um, financial issues too. So like on a personal level that, you know, how to have financial independence or retire early as a woman doctor, if you'd like to do that. And we actually had the physician on fire um, on for that webinar. And we've had other people talk about like how to pay down your debt and your loans, student loans quickly. Um, so there's like so much great content that we've put together there. And, um, mm, girl, you know, I love masterminds and master classes because that's part of what I do. I think it's so much fun. I, I, and I yeah. think that collective learning is something they all really yearn for because why else would we have gone in medicine, you know, if we did want to have that continual learning? And then also, I think how you guys have built that safe space with the doctor's lounge so that people can be vulnerable and they can say, hey, like, I owe a shit ton of money and I have no fucking idea how I'm going to get out of this. Like I need help in this. And you can't get that in some of the, you know, some of the groups that are like thousands and thousands of people. Like it needs to be a small group of people who, you know, have your back, who you're going to be safe to talk to and who also feel the same way, or maybe they have answers that you and a perspective that you haven't looked from. So I love that. I will make sure that I put um, both the Women in White Coats conference link. So anybody who's interested in coming to Georgia, April 30th through May 2nd, you need to go ahead and click on there, get your stuff scheduled. It's going to be a really exciting time. And then also I'll put the link for the doctor's lounge. So if that's something that you're seeking, um, it's definitely a place that's been fostered. It's growing. There's more and more topics coming out. And as the women in white clo coats is growing their network, they're bringing in a lot of great experts to talk about these specific areas and doing that. So Archana, it's just so great to talk with you today. I'm so excited. We finally got you on the podcast and get you launched into the Dr. Me First community. Thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, thank you, Erin. It's been amazing. And um 
I always love talking with you. We definitely should talk again. We should make this a more regular thing. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on and telling us about your organization. And to everybody out there, have you found a place to land? Do you feel like you have a tribe of other women who've got your back, who understand what's going on with you, and who are there to support you through anything? Because that's the really, really great thing right now in medicine is that we have more and more spaces. So be it you're in surgery or in medicine or out in the middle of nowhere or in the middle of a huge metropolis, you no longer have to feel isolated and alone and like no one understands you. Because guess what? There are other people out there and they do understand you and they want you in their life just like you want them in your life. So your kick of encouragement today is to go out there and identify that. One cool story I have about this is actually someone I met online, a fellow female physician who's in family medicine. She's over in Southern Illinois. We actually met, I don't remember which Facebook group online, but then she realized it had a podcast and then she listened to said podcast. And then she's like, oh my God, she's like close to me. And she sent an email to me and I was like, hell yeah, let's like eat lunch sometime. And I just put it out there after we had had a few conversations and we realized we had a lot of things in common. I was just like, hey, I want to be your friend. Can we keep doing this? And I'll tell you, even though it felt a little third grade-ish, I'm really glad that I did it. Because now Jill and I try to meet once a month for lunch and we've started to invite other people. But we meet once a month and I really feel like her friendship has just really added so much depth into my life. But that would not have happened if I wouldn't have said, hey, I want you in my circle of friends. So your homework, who do you need to say, hey, I want you in my circle of friends? Knowing that you could get hurt, knowing that it might not work out, knowing that you may go separate ways, but for the right now, you want them to be involved with you. Because let me tell you, it seems like it's a lot easier to go it alone and do lone wolf and try to be tough, but it's not. And it's so much more fun to have other people. And remember, life is messy. So add some messy characteristics and some messy other people in there. And it's just so much fun to paint and to be that mess. So do your homework with that. And if you don't have a tribe, two ways I want you to get plugged in with me specifically. One, consider coming to the Women in Wild Retreat. I know we just talked about Archna's conference. It's the end of April, beginning of May. Mine's May 16th and 17th. It's a Saturday and Sunday. It's Women in the Wild. It's in Southern Indiana. I don't think there's anything out there right now that you could have as much fun as what we do in this location with as little money as we do. So I encourage you to think about come be a woman in the wild with us in May. Only got nine spots left, so get signed up, come hang with us, and I don't think you're going to disappoint it. If you can't get out there, if you don't want to go camping and sleep under the stars and hike, think about becoming a patron of the podcast. 
go to patreon.com backslash Dr. Me First and join for $10. With that, not only do you get extra bonus episodes that I've never released out into public, but you also get to join our intimate community of other Dr. Me First patrons who we talk about the podcast, we talk about other things that are going on in a Slack group. I'm kind of getting away from Facebook. So you get to be in, in Slack. We have regular Q&A. And I'm just really excited to be interacting on a different level with people who really want to be in my circle. Because guess what? I want you to be in my circle. So with that, my friend, don't forget your homework. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.